What's going on, everybody? Stefan Coons here. I am the CEO and founder of Pursuit Health and Performance. Welcome to the Pursuit Health and Performance podcast. Super excited to have you here. Um, just to let you guys know a little bit about the podcast, I created this podcast to help you get through all the BS in the fitness industry. If you don't know who we are, uh, Pursuit Health and Performance is a premium online coaching service or we help people with fitness, nutrition, mindset, supplementation, basically anything that you need to know uh, about fitness, we do one-on-one customized coaching, which means we create programs that are adapted to your lifestyle, right? Your physical goals, your needs, your capabilities. Um, And we actually flip the script on training because a lot of other programs, people create them and then they sell them, which means they're not adapted to you, right? You're supposed to adapt to the program. We actually do it the opposite way and we have a lot of success with it with our clients, Um, After training hundreds of people, we really do think that this is the way to do it. Uh, The way to do it is you actually create a program, or sorry, you have a person, and then then you create the program instead of the other way around. So that's who we are and what we do. But in this episode, I want to talk to you guys um, about a a story um, based on people that think they can't do things because of past injuries, and it's very mindset-based, but I'm going to give you guys some tangible science on some things that you could assess in your own life. So you're going to get a lot of value from this episode. Don't go anywhere. All right. So I went and got an MRI on my left knee. This was uh, about a week ago, actually on on the 1st of September. And um, I don't know when this podcast is going to drop. So (laughs) maybe it's way more than a week, but I've been having some pain in my left knee kind of on or off for a couple years. I think it, it happened a few years ago when I was running and I really only get pain when I run, but when I was getting the MRI, I talked to this uh, veteran and we were talking, he's an Air Force vet and I was an Air Force vet and I saw something he was wearing and I made a comment and he's like, yeah, I'm a vet too. And he talked about how he's beat up from his deployments, which you hear, you know, a lot, bad knees, bad back, bad, whatever. And I told him, cause he's like, why are you here? I said, look, dude, uh, <clears throat> I, I, I work out for a living, you know, I'm a, a trainer and this is really important to me and this isn't going away and normally I'd brush it off, but I lived have lived years with, uh, injuries before. And I really want to just figure out what it is. And if I have to get a minor surgery or if I knew what the actual injury was, I think it's a a meniscal thing, a meniscus. And so, you know, figuring out what it, what it is will help me stay away from exercises or strengthen it or, or do rehab. Because I do have background in uh, physical therapy a little bit and have friends that are in, um, rehab. And so, you know, I want to take advantage of it. So he tells me, yeah, man, I don't even like lift anymore. And he, this guy is 35 years old. I ended up figuring this out in a conversation and I'm going to be 32. So he's not that old. And he's like, yeah, dude, I got so beat up from doing CrossFit. I blew my back out twice and, um, you know, doing like rowing competitions. And I'm like, you know, in my head, I'm like the rower, like the rower. Um, that's not good. I've never heard of people, not that you can't get injured, but, um, I've never heard of people blowing their back out from the rower. And I'm sorry, I'm really like sneezy in Arizona. I have like allergies today. So I'm, I'm working through this. If, if you're not watching the video, I keep itching my nose. So anyways, this guy told me, he's like, I'm, I, I don't lift weights anymore. All I do is just calisthenics and walks and stuff. And he's pretty stocky. Like I could tell this dude used to lift. And in my head, I'm like, is your goal for your body right? And your physique and everything. And I'm not saying it's just for people's physique, but let's, let's be honest. I think we all want to look pretty good. 
So it, are your goals for the physique that you desire going to add up to the training that you're doing? Now, there's nothing wrong with calisthenics, but I, I just am guessing that this guy's not doing like muscle ups. And like, if you watch Bar Brothers on YouTube, like he's not like a calisthenics guru. I think he just means like push ups and sit ups because we wind up having a conversation. And that's basically what he said. Yeah, I just do like stuff in my living room, just like, you know, basic like PT stuff. And I could tell this guy kind of had a dad bod going on. Like he was like bigger and shorter and stocky, but I think he probably had a little bit of belly, not a lot of definition. And I don't know what his goals are. However, I think most people, no matter what their, their goals are, I don't think most people, uh, most men that are 35 want a physique like that. And it's not me like dogging on this individual. I've just been in this industry a long time. And I know that that guy probably, if I, if I was on a coaching call with him, he'd be like, yeah, I'd like to lose a little bit of fat and kind of get some abs. And I hear it over and over and over again. So I'm guessing that was his goal. The problem is he was so afraid of the times he got injured and he just threw the baby out with the bathwater. And we see this all or nothing mindset. We see it in nutrition. We see it in training and it sucks because I wanted to tell, I didn't, right? But I wanted to be like, dude, you're on the wrong path. Like you don't need to just not lift weights anymore because you got injured. There's so many things that you can be doing right now, first of all. And it made me sad because he got sold the lie and he got sold the lie from CrossFit and there's nothing against CrossFit. I love CrossFit. I think CrossFitters are some of the most insane athletes in the world. Some CrossFit gyms are terrible. Some are beyond awesome. Okay. So I'm throwing it out there. Don't come attack me. Um, but I'm guessing he didn't get a lot of good coaching and he got all these injuries and maybe that was his own stupid fall that didn't regulate volume. Who knows? Right. But the problem is like he, he did a, a CrossFit, which is a sport by the way, if you don't know, but people don't use it as a sport. People use it as I'm going to get in shape. I'm going to be cross fitness, which there's other ways of doing CrossFit style workouts that don't include snatches and kips and these other things that could potentially be harder on your body. Now, obviously, if you've adapted to that, maybe your body can handle that. It's totally fine. But I think for the general populace, like, why are you doing a kip? Why don't you just do a regular pull-up? Are you doing pull-ups to get stronger at pulling up and growing your lats in your back? You are? Okay, well, then you should be doing pull-ups, weighted pull-ups. Like a, a kip makes a lot of sense for the sport because there's a sport and I'm all for calisthenics and, and learning like gymnastics and ring muscle ups. And I think those are really cool things. However, most people don't accomplish those things. Well, they end up getting injured and then maybe they are able to do a muscle up, but they like hurt their shoulder or they like threw out their back max deadlifting or, you know, and the problem I think with CrossFit and, and what this person told me, cause this is just, you know, his story is. He's like, yeah, I always heard it when I was doing like a hard wad. Well, no, duh. You're doing like max cardio on a bike. And then while you're still exhausted because they're doing it for time, just FYI, a lot of CrossFit workouts are like how fast you can do it. So he's still exhausted. He's not letting his heart rate cool down. He's not bracing properly. He does a max deadlift or a three rep max deadlift throws his back out. You're not really supposed to do big three rep maxes when you're exhausted. You're supposed to have two, three, five minutes of rest in between most of the time right? Like most periodization, most traditional weightlifting. So I don't think CrossFit is bad. I think a lot of them are badasses, but the problem is these people that are getting beat up and hurt and, and it can happen on any program. It's not just CrossFit guys, but these people that are getting hurt, 
they're, they got sold. Like you're going to be a jacked ripped rich froning. And you know, you're going to be a physical specimen and a monster. And they're sold this, this thing. And then they end up getting like two, three, four injuries. And then that's not what happens. Now, look, this is from somebody that didn't really do CrossFit, but I got injured doing MMA. I got injured doing traditional, regular bodybuilding, you know, regular back squats two years ago, one of the worst injuries of my life. So I wasn't doing CrossFit and I still got injured. So you can't, you know, you can't say, oh, it's because of CrossFit. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that he didn't have a program that was smart programming. And now because of it, it scarred him. I bet you he's okay physically to do a program that I give him. I think he could actually really thrive off of it. He just is scared to the bones. He doesn't want to get injured again. He's tired of it. He feels like his body's so beat up. Yes, you did a very high-intensity weightlifting, very high-intensity cardio um, for years and years, big compound movements, probably didn't regulate rest, probably lacked on his mobility, probably didn't have the best recovery, and now he just hates weightlifting, right? And the problem is if he doesn't continue strength training at some capacity, um, he's not going to have the goals he's want. He's, it's it's going to be very challenging for him to have abs and a good amount of muscle on his body. Obviously you can just have abs through dieting and calisthenics and walking. Yes, you can believe it or not. Um, but are, is he going to have like the body he wants? Probably not considering he did CrossFit. I bet you he wants to look like a professional CrossFitter, just like big and ripped, uh, like the movie from 300, like, you know, and I'm friends with a lot of people that do CrossFit and I've done CrossFit and I know their ideal body type. Okay. Um, so I don't think calisthenics and walking, you know, calisthenics in your living room and walking is going to give you that body type. However, I can't make judgment calls. But the thing is, I know he wanted to weightlift too because he said, oh man, yeah, I wish I could get back in the gym. You can get back in the gym. What's stopping you from getting back in the gym? What's stopping him from getting back in the gym is he thinks progress towards looking better and his fitness goal is the, w- the way he does it is CrossFit because that's what he did before. The problem with CrossFit or just anything, group fitness, whatever, is they probably don't prioritize things that are meant for the individual. And this is why at Pursuit that we do customized programming, right? Um, for, for CrossFit specifically, guys, um, I think one of the, okay, not CrossFit fit specifically, sorry. Let me go to something else. So group fitness, it's really high intensity. Uh, it's not as dangerous for the most part. Like I'm talking about like F45 Orange Theory. It burns a lot of calories. You feel great, but they usually lack strength training and they lack organization and progressive overload. They also lack flexibility. I mean, some group fitness classes might say, hey, stay after and stretch for like three or four minutes. Most people skip it, and then you kind of leave. Not a lot of end range conditioning. It's usually very like, very explosive. And the problem is for those classes, which I've taught several group fitness classes and managed group fitness studios, is people end up getting injured with those too. And they end up burning out and it's too much stress. And so there's a, there's a whole slew of problems, but for this individual, if he would have just been on a smarter program that was made for him, he could keep lifting weights and getting results he wants. He just needs a different program. Like I bet you he could still do, uh, like lunges at some capacity, build up, you know, joint capacity in his knees again over a long period of time. Cause he said he had bad knees. I don't know what that means for him, but he did say he didn't have surgery. So maybe they're not terrible. Um, he said he had a bad back. I don't know what a bad back means. It's different for everybody. So maybe he said, he, maybe to him, it's, I have soreness all the time. I'm tight all the time. Well, then you definitely need to be strength training and you definitely need to have more mobility. But to say that you don't lift anymore because you're scared, it literally, 
blows my mind and breaks my heart because all it was is you had unintelligent programming that you followed, which probably wasn't your fault because you were sold this, oh, this thing's gonna get you jacked and ripped and you'll be the uh, 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 physical specimen. And the truth is, although it could be, okay, like once again, I love CrossFit in a way, but I think even CrossFit needs other things to it, right? If you're doing it just for a sport, fine. But a lot of people that do CrossFit, check this out. A lot of people that do CrossFit to compete, they go on jogs. They do active mobility, like whether that's lacrosse ball or end range conditioning and all these different things. Most of them don't just do CrossFit type stuff. Like they're not just doing wads every day, right? They're not just doing um, the classes. They're doing things outside of there because they realize that there's like more modalities to training than just that. Now, I don't think that you should try to do every little bit of fitness, right? Because I've been there in my journey where I was like, oh, I'm going to do cycling and mountain biking and strength training and yoga. And honestly, it's fun, but it's really hard to make progress when you're spread thin on every modality of fitness, right? So it's, it's, uh, it makes sense to like stick with one area of fitness until you've built that up pretty high. Then you can kind of start spreading yourself, you know, um, thinner once you've created a baseline. And to wrap this up, guys, you know, if you're in a, in a spot where you're like, I've been injured, I've been, um, screwed over by this program or whatever, right. You just like, it didn't work for you. Don't just say, I'm not gonna do blank anymore. Right. I'm not going to run. I hurt my knee on a run. So I'm not running anymore, which that's kind of a different story. You don't have to run, but like, do you like running? Okay, well then you need to figure out maybe maybe you rehab your knee, maybe you run in different shoes, maybe you run um, less distance, maybe you run on um, grass, maybe you do more of a sprint style so it's less uh, continuous impact on your knees. You know, if you really like a form of running, maybe you don't have to go all or nothing. Maybe you just start smaller. And I see this mostly with weightlifting because weightlifting injuries and people just don't lift weights anymore. They say I'm no, I don't lift heavy anymore. Why don't you lift heavy? Lifting heavy is great. There's a lot of benefits for it. Um, but they're like, I got injured this one time and I don't lift heavy. Guys, I've had a host of injuries. Um, I have a client set of a host of injuries and it doesn't mean you can't strength train. It doesn't mean you can't lift heavy. You just have to program smart. And if you don't know how, get help. Get somebody that knows what they're doing because it is hard and it is scary. I wouldn't tell that individual, just go to the gym and just do what you, you know your body tells you to do or do what your body feels like. You know how arbitrary that is? Like, oh yeah, just do like whatever. No. He needs to be on a structured program. If he says, when I do knee flexion or I squat, it hurts here. We need to be like, oh, why does your ACL hurt? You know, if he's like, oh, I don't have any tears or anything in it. Okay, well, let's strengthen it up. Let's start doing, you know, very partial ranges, sissy squats. Let's start doing reverse Nordics. Let's start figuring out what your knee can take and then progressively overloading from there. Because that individual that's 35 years old, if he's having pain now, if he's having issues now, it doesn't just magically get better. It gets progressively worse, right? It get, there's a negative compounding interest, <laughs> if, if that makes sense. Like it, it, it's a compounding effect. Like it gets worse and worse and worse as you get older. And if you're listening to this in your 50s and 60s, you know what I'm talking about. And your body doesn't recover the same. So thinking that he's just going to say, I'm just staying away from weightlifting. I don't think you're back. If you really did blow it out or hurt itself, it's probably not going to magically get better. Take that from somebody that uh, hurt their back. And it wasn't until I actually started doing strength training and implementing certain things that fit me and fit what my body's been through and fit my goals that I started making progress. And 
sure, I've followed other programs that I just like downloaded or from another person. I've had some success, but guess what I have to do on every one of those programs? Modify them a little bit. If I really want the best program possible, every single one of those, I'm like, uh, this is good, but let me tweak this. This is good, but let me tweak this. That's how you should do every program unless somebody's creating your program that's special for you. So for this individual, I literally probably should have been like, hey, dude, let, let me help you because I guarantee you I could have been like, what, what hurts on you? What can you do and what can't you do? What does your schedule permit you to do? And I promise you, I could have got this guy back in the gym, back weight training. He says he loves weight training. He misses it, but he's not going because he thinks that he has to go back to CrossFit or go back to things that hurt him and he's scared. And I've seen it time and time again. And those are the people that gain 20, 30, 40, 50 pounds over the next five years. And then they're like, I know their metabolisms drop, their testosterone's low because you need to strength train. It's important. Like it's a big part of, of having a good looking physique and a functional body. Yes, you can do that through calisthenics, but like push-ups and sit-ups and jump lunges in your living room are for five years, you're going to hit a plateau. You're not going to keep making progress and it makes working out super boring. Like if I had to do the same calisthenics routine in my living room, do you know how many days I would just skip it? A lot. <laughs> So that's something to think about too, is like if your program's not fun and it's not drawing you to it and you don't like it, you're probably not going to continue. So if you've been injured, if you are kind of scared to get back into weight training, don't be scared. All, all you need to do is you need smarter programming, right? Uh, better programming that's going to fit you. And if you don't know what that looks like, you know, hit us up. You can go to uh, www.pursuehp.com. You could, there's a link there to book a call with the coach and talk to them and be like, Hey, this is what I'm dealing with. This is what I've had. Uh, I'd love to chat with you specifically about your fitness goals and kind of figure out, you know, what, what you need, like what is wrong with you? What's holding you back? Because I could tell you from being injured, it is very scary getting back in the gym. Um, but I hate to see people just completely give up on a part of fitness that they like because they had one, two, three bad experiences. Um, unless you're literally in a wheelchair, completely debilitated, there's always something you can do. We've had clients that literally blew their ACL out during a program, continue to make progress on the rest of their body while they rehab their ACL. And now this guy's the most cut he's been in 10 years, you know, a few months post-op because he's like, hey, I'm going to do what works for me. And I need to adapt this program to my injury, to what's happening to me, but I'm going to continue making progress. And that's exactly what happened to him. So don't think because you're injured or because something's, you know, something's wrong or you got shoulder and pinch, whatever that you can't, you know, do any upper body fix it, right? There's almost every injury is fixable to some extent, whether that is surgery or getting better mobility or flexibility or strength or a combination, you, you got to do something. Um, so I appreciate you guys listening to this episode. My last request for you, because we don't run ads, it would mean the world to me if you were to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast also, if you feel like we're worth it, I would love for you to leave a five-star review. And the biggest thing you could do is share this, right? Yes, you can, <clears throat> excuse me, you can text it to a friend. Um, you can sit there and, you know, share it on whatever social media site you have. But the social media is, is the most important, to be honest with you. If you feel like you know somebody that used to do this, maybe it's your husband, maybe it's your wife, maybe it's one of your friends that like hurt their shoulder, or blew out their back, and they think that, you know, they've gone away from lifting, share this episode with them because it could change their perspective. And if they get to talk to a professional and somebody that can tell them that, Hey, you're not out of the game, man. You're not, you know, you're not down for the count. You actually could do something about this. I think it would be super, super beneficial. So again, 
Thank you guys so much for watching. I appreciate all your support and we'll see you next time.